What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Man, this week, I am super excited about this episode. Why, Travis? Well, golly, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, today, I have on one of my favorite human beings on the planet and one of my best friends. His name is Mitch Matthews. If you're not aware of who Mitch is, I'm just going to, I'll go ahead and pick up the rock you're living under. I'll give you a hand up and then we can discuss it. Uh, Mitch is an entrepreneur. He's a success coach. He's a podcaster. In fact, if you are a fan of redundancy, which I sometimes can be, uh, Mitch is going to be dropping this same episode on his podcast. The name of his show is Dream, Think, Do. And it is, you know, it's kind of Mitch's approach to life, right? Like Dream, Think, Do is just kind of how he does business. Um why why do I love Mitch so much? I don't know. One of the, one of the things he even has is on his website. How cool is this? He lives a highly caffeinated life. So we we speak a similar love language there. Um he's just he's just the kind of guy who just loves empowering people to do more of what they were put on the planet to do. So I encourage you highly to check out Dream Think Do podcast uh with Mitch Matthews. So today, guys, what we're talking about is personal brand. Um so Mitch and I have partnered together. We're putting together an event we're really excited about. We'll talk a little bit about that on the episode, but that's not really what the whole thing's about. This is us. We're passionate about this, and we want to get this message out to as many people as we possibly can. That's why we're dropping it on my show and his show, uh, because I feel like what we're talking about, it, it's personal brand, but if you listen to the things we're discussing, it's it's more than that. And I'm going to tell you straight up, like my personal belief is this is kind of, I, I hate to use the words identity crisis, but I think the world is kind of going through one right now, right? I think there's a lot of uh, imposter syndrome. There's a lot of jockeying to try and be something you're not. And you guys hear me talk about this on the show all the time, like being authentic, being genuinely who you are. Like it's massive to success in all fields. And we dive into that. Uh, we dive into the the stuff behind it, the stuff that stops people from doing it and ways to break through and, and walk out your life as authentically as you possibly can. So we hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, here is my very special guest and my very good friend, Mitch Matthews. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Hey, Jerry, go and all right guys this is gonna be fun here we go all right so we're talking personal brand yes and uh, like i love this subject and i know you and i have had a thousand conversations on this subject because i believe that People talk about it in one way and it's like accurate, but right. that's kind of rare. And then other people talk about it the wrong way, which I think is a lot more common. Much more prevalent. Misguided. It leads people to feel gross and inauthentic and nasty, yes. all that stuff. And I also believe that personal brand is one of those things that whether like if you have your own business, personal brand is wildly important. But I also right. believe in our day and age, everybody's got a personal brand that they're managing, yes. whether you're an employee, a leader, an entrepreneur, whatever. In the gas station. Right. I mean, it's someone. like, yeah. I think it's, yeah. So like, how would you, how would you define personal brand? When you think about personal brand, like that, that term, what does that mean to you? I, you know, I think it for, for me anyway, and and I think we've we've had a billion conversations about this, like you said, but it's it's authentically walking out who you really are, you yeah. know. And I'm not saying like put all your 
all your business on front street for everyone to see. Right. But it's also not, not trying to hide behind some persona that you think the world wants to see. Right. Kind of be that thing. Right. right. Or, yeah. Trying to figure out what, what everybody wants. So I'm going to be that, which is exhausting. And I can say that because I've tried that. Yeah, like, I don't know if yeah. you've ever had that season, but I've had that mm. season where <laughs> maybe a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, right? Like, absolutely. And that persona thing, my gosh, it's wild because I think with persona, which is actually taken, I believe it's from the Greek word for mask, right? right? Persona, yes. like try to maintain a persona is legitimately exhausting because you're constantly trying to, instead of say, how do I feel? how do I want to react? You're kind of thinking, how should I feel? What right. should I re like, what should my reaction look like? And that kind of stuff, those added steps are exhausting, right? Like, it's not only personally exhausting, man, it, it can like be toxic to relationships. hundred percent. I mean, 100%. so like, you, you know, this, I was a drill sergeant for three years, right? There's a very definitive persona that goes with that hat. <laughs> I've seen and the movies. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you if I, if I walked out that persona at home with the kids, oh, right. that's not working, man. No, it's not working. Although you've got to choose that because if you're a drill sergeant, you're probably working 12 hour days. Right. So it's easy to move into that. 12 is the habit. first half of your day, but yeah, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, absolutely. So I think that's a really important thing. Um, Cause I, I agree with you persona. Usually it's it, people don't wake up in the morning and go, huh? I wonder how I'm going to fake it today, right? Like right, people exactly. don't choose that uh, necessarily intentionally. They usually fall into it accidentally, you know, trying to achieve something, that kind of stuff. But it's amazing because I think a lot of people try a persona, at least for a season, um, in an attempt to try to look like somebody else, kind of right. in that genre of fake it till you make it. Um, sure. But it's it's amazing how that does. It's toxic. It cuts at trust like i know you and i are both coaches and if you're trying to maintain a persona trust is so important with your clients but i mean everybody else like trust is important with your coworkers. trust is important with your clients you know whoever you're selling to serving whatever right and man if it feels like a persona is going on usually the only person that's convinced a persona is working is the person trying is to the person the trying persona. to do it exactly exactly right so i i'm with you it's funny i looked up i had i had to like I had my own opinions, but I'm like, what does the world say is personal brand? You'll, you'll appreciate I Googled it. Okay. You, you might be familiar with Googles. That's on the internet. It is on the internet. I've, it's the I've world heard wide web. Yeah. Ask your kids about it. It's, it's <laughs> the, the dot coms. Yeah. It's exactly right. It said your personal brand is how you promote yourself, which is interesting. It says the unique combination of skills, experience, and personality that you want the world to see. It is telling your story and how it reflects your conduct, behavior, spoken, unspoken, uh, and attributes, which I get Actually, it. Don't hate the definition. I don't hate that, but I would tweak it because I, I do believe that it is a unique combination of skills, experience, personality, if it's true and authentic. Right. Right. And, and like, there's a commitment to excellence and growing and, and all of those things. The thing I would tweak is it's how you present yourself right. to the world, as opposed because to that... promote yourself to the world. Cause as you promote yourself to the world, it's kind of like, that's kind of douchey. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. it. Like there's a makes you think of like Don King in the background telling everybody how great I am. Like, no, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. So it's kind of that. And you and I both know, like, especially as, as coaches and content creators, I mean, you've got a podcast, uh, you know, this is going to be on your podcast. It's on my podcast. Exactly. It's all that. Like we are committed to putting out content that we both believe 
is going to make the world better. At least that's right. our hope, right? Yeah. Like we're going to make our dent in the universe by hopefully making things better. Like that is, that is a big part of why we both do what we do is yes. Like it may in fact, and does all the time draw clients to us, both, sure. you know, coaching and speaking. And it, you know, allows us to grow our businesses and things like that. But I, I believe like when it comes to personal brand done, right. It's how you present yourself to the world, how you want to make your impact on the world, the messages that you want the world to see. And, and that's you know, the thing, dude, like, you know, when we talk about like it being authentic, if, if your show or my show did yep. not produce any business on the back end, if there wasn't a single sponsor or a single client that ever came, right. the reality is when we both started our shows, there wasn't. <laughs> no we, one, no one was right? listening when we started, right? Like, uh, but we had a passion that we wanted to put out into the world. That was yep. genuinely, authentically what we wanted, and that yep. hasn't changed, regardless of you know follow-on business from it. So, like, right? that's another part of this authenticity: is would you do this if no one was watching? Exactly, right? Exactly, right? And it's one of those. What I love, you know, I know this conversation. Obviously, we've got people that we help, you know, our own clients, we've got coaches and speakers that we help all of that. But I think this rule applies to everybody. It's a little bit like, you know, I've got a buddy of mine, uh, who is an incredible leader. And, you know, he's in a great position. But it's one of those things where we talk about it all the time. It's like, hey, you know, his big concern is getting stuck there. Right. And I'm like, hey, you know, what if, what if once in a while, once a month, you put out a blog post just around something you've learned about leadership this month. Like, right. what if? And he's like, what? Like, why would I, why would I do that now? And it's like, well, one, it's going to help you learn whatever you're learning even more, right? Um, it's going to help you help others. And down the road, you know, I always say the best time to grow a network is when you don't need it, right? Exactly, so it's like, yep. it's that old thing of if you're helping people, if down the road you ever need help, there's a, there's a good chance you could be in good shape, right? Like, you know, I, I, I said, like, I hope that, you know, this position works out for you and, you know, uh, does whatever you want it to do. But if, if there was ever something that happened, it's always good to say, all right, what are those things that you're doing? Like you said, when nobody's really watching, or maybe only a few people are watching that are making your world better and making the world better. But you know and what, I think bro, that's even a personal brand too. Even yeah. part of that speaks to the, the, the pitfalls of persona, right? Right. Because the, the chief concern there is getting stuck in a role. Mm, yep. That role doesn't define you. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're still you. That's the other problem I think in, in the world right now is like, yep. oh, I am the thing I do. No, 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 no. I'm me and I happen to do this. Right. And that's a big difference. That's a huge difference, particularly when it comes to putting out your own personal brand. Right. I agree. And I think that's a great segue because I was thinking about this. Like, it's interesting because I think some people might bristle a little bit, but like if our grandparents talked about personal brand, one, the, the term wasn't around, no, like the, the concept was around, uh, but generally that was going to be more of like, what, what were you doing in your community now? Right. You know, like, and is there a sign outside your shop? whether it's a gas station, a blacksmith shop, whatever, right? That says, this is what you do. But now, Mayberry's with the World Wide Web. Yes, right. exactly right. Exactly right. It's kind of that thing. And, and so now, to me, and I think what we're talking about is, uh, you know, personal brand 
and identity are almost interchangeable. It's like who you are and how you present that to the world, how we choose to do that. That is both our identity. Right. And, you know, I guess in a business context, like personal brand, right? Like, yeah. but everybody needs to be intentional with that. Oh, I, I mean, and the intentionality comes from being like it, using my words. Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't impose this on yourselves. Like you have, this is the one area where I am hyper self-critical. Yep. Like with any words that come out of my face, any show that I put together, any content I produce a conversation with a client, yep. it's always like, is this in line with who I am? Is mm -hmm. this really what I'm about? Because I, I don't want you to pay me or listen to a word I've got to say if I don't really mean it. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. And it's kind of one of those where it's like, there's such freedom in operating in your true identity, whether it's for your own business, whether it's in your job or career, whether it's just in life, there's, there's freedom in that, right? Like, well, to brother, know, like, we're like being what real. are you going to live to? And we're what do you want to see more of in the world? Yeah. Experty on this one. Like, yeah. oh, we got it all figured out. But we've we've both in our lifetime been in a spot where we were not walking in our true 100%. identity. And and that's why we can speak to how bad it sucks. Oh my gosh. Like that's that's the big got stuck in something, yeah. right? When you get yeah. stuck in persona, yuck. Well, that's the thing. And I think I, I think there are certain seasons where the temptation to move into persona increases, right? The oh sure. chances like new job. Yep you know, maybe new relationship, right? Like, Hey, I don't burp. I don't fart. I smoke good all the time. You know, all that stuff. Right. Or uh, like in both of our context, launching new businesses, I know right. that was something you wrestled with when you started your business is like, okay, I know who I've been, who am I going to be in this? I, we can I know edit I out with it too. Yeah. The, the burp and fart part. Right. Cause I don't want Jess finding that out. It's we've only been the other 25 this, years. Uh, I'll, I'll try to edit too that soon. out. I'll, I'll cut soon. that out. Well, if that was, uh, speaking of that's only on me, that's not on sure, you. Yeah. I okay, know you I smell like fresh, uh, you know, breezes all the time. Yeah. yeah. Fresh air and freedom. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like what's, what's an example for you where you had to wrestle through this a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just dime myself out of yeah, a right? million percent. Hey, I'll let so, you start. Cause I got stories too. But what's cool about it is, you know, talking with you is that yeah. you met me like kind of at the tail end of trying it, right? right. Like our relationship started with me going, screw it. I'm just going to be me. And yeah. so I'll give, I'll give a bit of the backstory. Like I had started pseudo started the business already. Yep. And everyone Coaching around and speaking, me, all right? that stuff. Yep. All the influence around me is like, you, because of my background from the military, like, oh, you yep. need to be a leadership coach. You need to talk to executive leaders and that's your target. I'm like, seems legit. Like I do okay. know a thing or two about leadership. Yep. And because of that, my messaging, like the, the first few episodes of the podcast, blog posts, all that stuff was very geared towards that audience. But I was, I was focused on being marketable rather than authentic. Yep. And you know this, uh, when we met, I, it was like a pivot point for me. And I was like, I, for seven days, you saw me do it. For seven days, I was just 100% me. Yep. And in that seven days with the small group we were in, I got better engagement than I ever had trying to fake 100%. the funk. And so that was for me, it was like, okay, game on. Like, I'm never, ever going to try and do this whole nonsensical, not genuine, inauthentic version of me again. Yep. But, and it would have been simple though, because there had been some success. It would have been really easy to go. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to be like John C. Maxwell or right. you know, whoever. Right. But I'm not John C. Maxwell. Nope. You know, thank I'm, you, I'm, Lord. I'm, right. Like John C's doing his thing. We need right. Travis to do his thing. Right. Like absolutely hundred percent. And 
it was amazing to see, like you talk about fresh air and freedom. Like it was amazing <laughs> to watch that just the freedom that came from you going, this is a whole lot more fun. I could do this 24 seven oh, versus the, just the wrestling match of, all right, let's talk about corporate culture and, and also dress shirts and ties and Ugh, yeah. all <laughs> But, you know, it's it's the world you come from, right? Because I was in corporate leadership. And so I thought, well, I know what they're looking for. But the reality is like, you know, that was my my banner of hope for the world. I'm going to fix corporate leadership from the outside. And then I I didn't even like working with them that much. Not that I don't, but it's like the audience that I started to gain and the clients I started to get being real. Yep. Way more fun to work with. Holy and being crime, me yes. is like super sustainable. I can do that every day and not even all, think about it. All the time. Exactly right. And that's, I mean, that's the beauty of it. And I know, you know, especially as coaches, speakers, content creators, one of the things that, you know, we always hear is get clear on your ideal client, get clear on your right. ideal client, which is a great strategy. It's important. But the temptation with that is often all right, who's my ideal client? And then therefore, who do I need to be to get right. that ideal client? Exactly. And I mean, I've out of myself on my, I think I've told this story on, the, on my podcast once, but when I I was coming into the coaching world and, and wanting to be a speaker and a coach, uh, I was coming out of the pharmaceutical world. And so, uh, you know, things started to click, things started to grow. So I quit the pharmaceutical job, which meant I, I gave back my corporate car, right? Like I had a right. nice corporate right. car, I gave it back. So I'm like, hey, here comes a time where I get to decide, uh, you know, what car, oh, know like I'm going to go buy a yes. car, right? Yes, right? <laughs> and this is an embarrassing story, but I think it helps to help illustrate how this, this temptation is sneaky. Um, so what I did was I said, all right, I, I get to go buy a car. Like I hadn't gone and bought a car for a long time, basically, since I'd been in the pharmaceutical world. I bought cars for my wife, but never bought cars for me. So I didn't ask the question, what car do I want? What vehicle do I want? I asked the question, what would a successful coach drive? And I wound up driving, or I wound up buying a red four-door Mercedes, which was gorgeous. Like it was, it was hot, right? Like seeing my wife driving, it did something to my heart, (laughs) deep down on the inside. It's all good, right? But I did not buy that car because I wanted a red Mercedes. I bought that car because I thought of what it made me look like. Right. And in God's infinite wisdom and sense of humor, that was the most unreliable, expensive car I've (laughs) ever had in my life. Like legitimately, I think within two weeks of driving it, I realized it was dropping oil. So here I bought this thing so that I could drive up on Starbucks or coffee shops and say, look, Mitch has arrived. But I wound up having to like park in the back row because it was dropping oil every place I was going. Like, this is embarrassing, right? Like, and what's terrible. crazy, dude, is like, I know you. Right. And so I cannot even imagine you getting out of Can that you, vehicle. Right. No. Like now, like now I'm fully me. Like I'm a Jeep guy, right? I'm, like, would you I'm, put I'm hero in the back Wrangler, of that car? Right? Like I am a Jeep guy through and through. And now like I walk out to my Jeep Wrangler. And uh, like, I just smile. Like it's one of those, I don't mean to be superficial, but it's like, that's me. That's what I do. That's, that's who I am. All that stuff. Right. And it's just, it's one of those where I'm like, ah, that's what I want. Like it took me a little while to say, I'm dropping the persona. I'm I'm not going to try to be somebody that I think I need to be. I'm going to be the person I want to be and let the people come that are going to come. Right. Like, you know what, that's huge. We touched on some of what the causation behind that is when I was on your show before. Right. And that's when the world starts shooting on you. Oh, boy. 
And so yep. you've got, you're now entering in this new space, you know, I hate using the word influencer, but that's the, the intent, right? We'll put massive right. air quotes around that. And so you see all these other people. And so instead of going, who am I? You go, okay, am I more like Gary Vee or more like Tony Robbins? Or right. I, you know, right. like none of those people, none of those people. Like I curse a little on my show. People, people are aware. We've been, yeah, we've heard that. And I know I cuss a little bit on my show or I don't cuss on my show. I cuss in life. I always say I love Jesus, but I cuss a little bit. I but I know there's a demographic I lose tomorrow if I turn into Gary Vee. 100%. And it's yeah. not me anyway. Right. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, there's, there's a guy I've been learning from uh, named Jamie Winship and he talks about identity uh, kind of in the faith area. And he, he just, there's just so much wisdom in it. But one of the things he talked about was he thought he was good. Like he was really good uh, at doing what he was doing. And, and he went to somebody, he's a missionary and he went to somebody uh, and uh, that, that had been doing it longer. Right. And this guy challenged him and said, Jamie, you don't know who you are. And Jamie's like, what are you talking about? Like, right. of course I do. And he goes, no, you don't. He said, you've been with me for a day and a half. And within a day and a half now, you're trying to act like me. He goes, they don't need, the world doesn't need another me. Right. The world needs another you. Like, who are you? Right. And it really sent him on this deep dive to say, wait, who am I? Like, what am I meant to do in the world. And I, I love that story. Cause it's that, that it's exactly what you're talking about. There's that tempting temptation to try to become, whether it's our heroes or other people that you see, it's like, no, the world doesn't need another person like that. The world needs yep. you to do what you do. And so, then, you know, there's a real, like, I want to key in on something that's a real problem set. I think. Yeah. It's when people start something, right? So if you're uh, just starting a business, a yep. speaking business, coaching yep. business, yep. whatever it is, if your start point is persona and that doesn't hit, you're in a lot of trouble because right. now you've got to reintroduce yourself to this entire audience. Yep. And they're going to go, well, which one are you? And that's a sticky situation to put yourself in. Your best bet is to figure out who the hell you are first. Yep. And then roll with that. Yep. I love that. And it's so true. And it's fun <clears> because <throat> and if there's anyone right now that's just like, oh, crap. Right. They're, they're like I'm two years in into oh crap yeah exactly <laughs> like in the puddle uh, oh yeah right it's funny um uh i did a, a workshop for coaches and uh one of the one of the coaches and speakers is actually best-selling author now all that stuff we were talking through this very thing and he raises his hand he's like oh crap and we're like what and he goes <laughs> oh, no. i i've been faking it i've been faking it he's like i've been uh, he's like i'm wearing sports coats I don't like wearing sports. He was wearing this really cool jacket in the workshop. He's like, this is me. Right. I'm not sports coat guy. I'm like cool jacket guy. And I'm like, well, use this as a, the opportunity to reintroduce yourself to your list. And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, confession, just confess to your list. Listen, guys, it's been mostly me, but not all me. Right. And so I'm going to introduce myself again and say, this is who I am. And if you don't like it, like he even said, I'm going to cuss a little bit. I'm probably going to get a little smoky sometimes. Like I yeah. might talk about different things you don't agree with. And I'm okay with you hanging around, even if you don't agree with me, but just know I'm going to be bold. And it, what is amazing, he got back to me, he did it, right? And his list dropped just a little bit, but then it did this like slingshot thing yeah, because man. then people were all about it. It's kind of like, <clears throat> okay, now you know you're in. 
then let's spread this thing. And that's when stuff really started to grow because he could actually like speak in his authentic voice, be more of who he was, put out a bunch of pictures of him. Like he took off all of the pictures from his website of him in sports coats. And now he's in jeans and cool jackets and sneakers on stage. And he's like, it's me. It's finally me. It's like, we were talking about that freedom, man. It's just huge. And it's what it is, man. Like it boils down to, we've talked about this, you and I countless times in different conversations, but it boils down to giving yourself permission, like check the fear of you're not good enough, that whole imposter syndrome nonsense. And just be you like, there was an event that we were at together at the end of last year, next level speaker, which is awesome. Yeah. But if you remember day one, everyone's wearing their they're nice clothes, right? Yep. They're all the button down, church clothes, yeah. slacks. Yeah. I, except for me, I'm like, I'm wearing jeans. And I think yep. midday after the photo shoot, I dropped it and went to a t-shirt. Yep. But day two, everyone showed up way more authentic. Yep. Way, and, yep. and it was, it was comfortable. And what we saw in that is when they were themselves, they were comfortable and there was bigger advancements, bigger breakthroughs. It's yep. like, you're, you're never going to get the payoff you really want if you're stuffed into something that isn't even you. Yep. Exactly. Kind of feel like you're wearing a costume exactly. or driving a Mercedes when you should be driving a Jeep, right? Like it's that old thing of like being you. Now I will say though, you know, I know for me, uh, and that's, that's the interesting thing I think about persona too, is I, you know, if I'm being honest, if I'm looking back on things, you know, uh, when I started and it's back in 2002, dude, I'm old. Man, like man. like when I started, there was no Twitter. <laughs> there was no Facebook. We had wiki pages, right? Like it's just You crazy and Tom to just about. hanging out on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. But like I had a couple years of persona. And what's interesting is when you're in persona, like if we're being real, which that is something that you and I both do. And that's also, I believe, part of the freedom of being authentically you is you can be real. And not worry right. about whether right. somebody's going to be offended or whatever. But I, I think that one of the other problems with persona is the longer you try to maintain it, in some ways, it, it, I, I will say, like, I kind of forgot oh, who yeah, I was. Dude. Big time. Right? Like, I'm like, well, if I'm not corporate guy, if I'm not Mercedes guy, then who am I? And it's like, well, some of those things were still true, but it's like, wait. I don't know. And that was like a little bit of an identity crisis. And I think one of the things you and I both believe in is if you're a content creator, if you're a coach, if you're a speaker, but also if you're in an corporate environment and you just know you've been maintaining a personal brand that is in fact a persona, the only way to break that is to start. Right. right? Like exactly. it, it, it is to say, I like, and that's what I had to do is I had to start saying, all right, what kind of content do I want to put out? What kind of content do I want to see in the world? Like kind of in some ways, what do I want the world to look like? And You've got a story how do I start to create that? That is, that is such an aha for exactly what we're talking about. And story? so you were, you were working with another individual. You were doing a pharmaceutical pitch. Yeah. And, and you showed up the oh. expert. You've got yep. to share that. Yeah. That is exactly so this is back in my about. consulting days. That's a good, good thing. All right. So it was interesting Um, in part of the bridge, like initially when I was becoming a coach, I was also doing consulting because I'd done a lot of work in the pharmaceutical world. And um, part of that was uh, I was subject matter expert in these pitches for this organization that would sell these big events. 
um, and I would be a part of the training team and all of this stuff. And we would go to these pitches and they were million dollar pitches, multi-million dollar pitches. So, you know, it's kind of fun to be a part of that. Sometimes even the pitches would become a show. Like it was, right. it was neat. Right. But it was, it was kind of funny because I just, I didn't even ask, I would just show up and, you know, I'm thinking, who am I supposed to be in this scenario? Well, I'm right. supposed to be the pharma guy. So I showed up looking like a pharma rep. I would wear the suit and tie that I wore as a pharmaceutical representative and all that stuff. Right. And I, I played my part. They would look at me, you know, and had the high and tight air cut and the, the, you know, the, uh, the suit and tie and all that stuff. But one of the owners of this group that I worked with would show up and he always looked great. Right. But he would, he would wear a nice shirt, uh, you know, sports coat, and jeans and we're talking multi-million dollar pitch here and everybody's dressed to the nines and he would show up looking like that and i was pretty good friends with him he wound up becoming a coaching client in the end which was really fun but i asked we were walking out of this one pitch that we just killed it and he was always the closer like he was always the closer and he was just <laughs> he knew who he was man and he just would show up and he would just drop it and we're walking out, everybody's high-fiving, and, and we wind up getting in the rental car together, going back to the airport. I'll never forget it. And we're sitting in there, and we're sitting in the back seat, so nobody else could really hear us, and everybody else was just euphoric, so nobody cared what we were talking about. And I was like, dude, how do you get away wearing that? Like, I'm in the full zoot right. suit. Like, right. how are you getting away doing that? And he goes, hey, when you're in a situation like this, don't dress the way they're dressed. Dress the way they want to dress. Exactly. And I'm like what because <laughs> everybody sitting on the other side of that table you know they were all dressed like me like this was a right. pharmaceutical company that we were pitching to they were all dressed like me he goes they're all dressed like you but they all want to be dressed like me he's like walking that freedom and, and why like, was Boo! everyone dressed like that though because they thought they should exactly right exactly right like that's what they'd grown up in that's what they knew they that's see what... this dude coming like damn we could have worn jeans <laughs> exactly right <laughs> now they were probably 200 dollars jeans maybe more i don't know Erroneous. but it's still one of those things but i think what's what's beautiful and i would say was the most attractive thing was he was walking in a freedom where he had created a world where he could be himself exactly and i'm like boom and honestly that I got out of that car changed. Like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's man. what I want to be. I want to create something that is so me that's not sprayed on, but like baked in me. And, you know, I would say it's one of those that, you know, the only that we never, like you and I both talk about this all the time, that our goal is ne never perfection because that's oh. ever going to be elusive, right? It's progress. And I would say like the organization that I've created is more like me, certainly than when I started, but it's one like, am I done? Hell no, not no. even close, right? Like it's like, I'm still figuring that out. And in some ways allowing that to evolve, which I think is also an exciting part of the personal brand slash identity journey is you figure it out as you go, as opposed to, I think what most people do is they try to wait until they have it figured out right. to start. And it's like, sorry. The only you know way what, man, is like, through. Yeah. That story, it, it brings up a great point because you wouldn't have found that aha moment without at least temporarily partnering with someone, right? hundred percent. Someone else to show you what the piece you were missing. And you 100%. and I, we have a lot of this in our conversation yep. where it's, I'll, I'll have a 90% solution. Like, what about that? I'm like, oh yeah, that's the 10%, yep. you know? And that's where the breakthrough comes from. Like 
I think, especially in the entrepreneurial space, that's not, everyone misinterprets that as solopreneur all the time. Right. And that doesn't mean alone, though. You have it to doesn't. have people around you to, to row the boat with you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think it's one of those things where you have to be intentional with yes. who you surround yourself with. Because we all know that uh, in life, uh, it's going to happen. There are going to be some people that come up next to somebody with a growing personal brand and identity that's thriving. And that's going to rub some people wrong right? because they're jealous or because they want that or because they're no, uncomfortable in their own happen. identity. right? I, I, I'm sure it's never happened to you. Never. I, I've read about it. I, I did a Google yeah. search on it and I found yeah. stories, right? Like On Netscape, it, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's true. I know that as I started to get more comfortable in my own skin, some of my friend group changed, right? Like I had to get more intentional and seek out people that were on the same journey that I was to be able to say, hey, listen, you don't have to be like me. You don't have to, you don't have to be trying to establish the same type of identity that I am or, or brand that I am. But like, are you doing something? Right. Are, are you, right. you know, approaching that? And I know like one thing we're going to talk about in this is we do like you and I got so fired up about this concept. We are doing a live event in Kansas City in April, which is uh, I'm so freaking stoked about, but part of it is for that reason. Now there's going to be amazing content and we're going to do some really cool stuff, which we can talk about, but I know for you and I both, it's like a big part of why we're doing this event called perceptions is to get the same kind of people in the room that can push and grow and encourage each other. Cause Absolutely. there's just something about, like you said, one, we can't do this thing by ourselves we can't do this in isolation. And that is such temptation, right? And it's that whole thing of we got to get ourselves around people that will push us. Absolutely, dude. I mean, and that, you know, to, to speak to the intentionality, like I have, one thing I've been great at in my lifetime is on purpose choosing people. Like I, I don't like a kiss ass. I don't like people who tell me I'm great. What? Like, when did I this happen? Drives me crazy. I, I on purpose select people to be a part of my life who are going to challenge me, who are yep. going to pull my card and say, you can go harder, or maybe yep. that missed the mark. Like, because if, if you're not around to help me be a better version of the real me, like then, yep. then what are we doing here? Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's the type of people we want at the event is people committed to not just personal growth, but like group growth, like be there yep. for each other. Because man, you and I can speak to this all day. When you've got the right people around you, you're bulletproof. Absolutely. And it's one of those where this is hard. I mean, let's yeah. just be honest. Like yeah. if anybody who tells you it's not, they are definitely trying to sell you something and run the other direction. Right. It's hard because it's a process. It's a journey. And to try to do that alone makes it so much harder. And it's a drag, right? Like right. you and I have so much fun. You know, obviously we're in a mastermind together. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we've gotten to, you know, work on projects together, like this event, things like that but we're friends, right? Like we've got each other's back. And I, I mean, it is, it's huge to be able to say like, uh, like you've encouraged me in the past. Like one time you challenged me and, and you were very kind about it, but you're like, I, I think I'd put out uh, a post quoting somebody else and you very, uh, it was funny, <laughs> but it was one of those things where you're like straight up, like, dude, I, I can't even remember what it said, but it was a relatively short message of, does the world really need to hear more quotes from Right. I don't know whether it was Winston Churchill think, or whatever. I think it was Ben Franklin doesn't need your help getting famous. <laughs> That's right. And it's like, just, you've got wisdom in you. Get that out there, right? right? Like, it, right. It, 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 it was one of those things where, because you and I had trust, 
I could exactly. hear that. And it was one of those things where like, you know what? You're right. Like I do believe in, we can learn from our heroes. There's no sure. doubt, but it's one of those, what you saw was I was playing small. Well, and the you other know, like, thing to that is, you know, let's be honest within the coaching space, public speaker yeah. arena, motivational world, whatever you want to call it. Yep. None of us are saying something new and different, truly. Like there, it's all been said. Right. But it's the way that you as an individual authentically say it that is the changing point. That's Absolutely. where it's going to resonate with a whole new demographic that wouldn't listen to me, wouldn't listen yep. to Mitch. They're going to hear it from whoever you are. Yep. And so if you're spending all your time quoting Oprah, like, man, unless you're giving away cars and they're under my seat, I don't really care. <laughs> exactly right. God bless Oprah, but we're not Oprah, right? right. So like bring no. it on. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And it's so, so true. And I know that one of the things that we're going to be doing, well, actually the event, let's talk about the event for just a yes, second. It's going to it. be a blast. Um, and, and honestly, you came to me after, uh, you know, next level speaker that we did last fall. And, uh, you know, next level speaker was, uh, you know, primarily my event. You attended it. You were actually the first person signed up for it, which was Trust awesome. Um, but then you came to me after that and was like, dude, we got to do it in this area. Like you recognize the power of getting people in the same room, but also the need around this very discussion of so many people struggling to do this. And it's like, you were like, I think if we got everybody in the same room and we did these specific things. Think about what we like, they could launch and be ready for a right. year of putting well, out. What was interesting content, at next level is like, you know, for, for folks who haven't heard of it or didn't attend the intent was to get a great one sheet to help further your public speaking career. Yep. Um, and, and that intent was met. There was some great photos taken. But what we saw there that was really kind of the genesis aha for this whole thing was there was a lot of personal breakthroughs, a yep. lot of like heart and head junk that got worked through in yep. the group setting. And people walked out of the doors, a more authentic version of themselves. And we're like, damn, if we could make that the focal point and tack in like, a year of promotional content and a year's worth of, you know, marketing schedule, shoot, forget let's about this, it. Like right? let's kick 2022 let's... in the ass. <laughs> exactly. And it's one of those where I love, you came up with the question of like, let's not stop there. Like what, what do they need beyond that? And so, yeah, this event, we're getting people in the room. It's going to be a small intimate event in Kansas city. It's going to be a really cool space uh, where we're going to help people get clear on identity, get clear on, uh, kind of who that ideal client is, whether they're a coach, a speaker, a content creator, entrepreneurs, we've got entrepreneurs that are thinking about coming. But then what we've also arranged, what you also arranged is we've got three hours of studio time. Or up to the four. Or, holy crap, we're just giving the world away. I love right. <laughs> four hours in a studio. It's this freakishly cool studio. It's got like 14 different areas, 14 different backdrops, that kind of stuff. You've gotten an incredible photographer. And so we're basically going to create a year's worth of photos right. for po people to be able to also utilize to lean on in their social for the next year and beyond, which is going to be you know, amazing. What, and I'll, I'll be straight up. The reason why that was so important to me is we see folks in our space all the time posting the meme, right? Yes. It's the field of daisies with whatever quote over it from somebody else. And it's like, <laughs> None of that is you. You're yep. not a field of daisies. Those right. words never came out of your mouth. <laughs> exactly. But then the contrary is when we see someone post a picture of themselves, either having a great time or serious, whatever, whatever the expression is, yep. and then some of their words over it, that takes off yep. because that's you. And people, yep. 
you know, they want to see you. That's yep. where you, like we've talked about, that's where you develop the trust that leads to the business. Yep. And I think also uh, one of the big reasons why people play small is they don't have some of the, the tools that they sure. need to represent themselves in a professional, polished way. Now, you know, somebody might be listening and go, wait, is that photo shoot going to be authentic? It's like, hell yeah, because yes. it's going to be you. Maybe you at a level you've never done a photo shoot at, right? Like, uh, I mean, we're going to be having fun and it's going to be you, right? But it's that old thing of, I think sometimes people, they, they play small because they see maybe other thought leaders and different people out there right. that have got, you know, sexy pictures on whatever sports cars or in luxurious sure, places sure. or exotic places. It's like, Oh, that's not me. It's like, well, that doesn't need to be, doesn't you. need to be at all. Show up, just show up and start doing the things that you want to do. So um, I'm, I'm stoked about it. It's uh, you can find out more at mitchmatthews.com backslash perceptions. Um, and that's where you can find out more about the event and apply. We're going to do it as an application yes. uh, because we want to really filter and make sure the right people are in the room. So we're having everybody fill out an application first. Uh, so you can find out more about all that's included, what we're doing, the dates, all of that stuff. Not to go on a tangent on yes. this point, but I'm going to. Do. Um, Bring it. The application's legit. Like, it is legit. We're actually looking at that. Yep. And it's, it's super intentional. And I'll say the words, we don't want douchebags in the room. It's douchebag proof of the event, right? And like, so if you fill out an app and never hear back, like... Search your soul. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Maybe we should make some changes. Exactly right. right, right? right. We are committing or we are making people commit to say, hey, listen, I'm there to help myself, but I'm going to be there to help the room. Right. Like we right. want and we've seen what that is. Like when we get people in the room that are committed to not only bettering the world, bettering themselves, but also bettering those people in the room, man, that there's just no limits. So I'm stoked about it. I love it. Yeah, so yep. Um, all right. So uh, let's, let's go back to that personal journey and, and we'll bring it back around to at least one strategy that people, people can be applying. So when you think about someone that's building their personal brand, whether it's in a corporate setting and they're just trying to be the best leader, the best manager, the best salesperson they're trying to be, or if that person is maybe in the space more like we are with coaching, speaking, content creation, what would you say? What's one, what's one thing you wish you would have started earlier? What's one thing uh, that somebody could start to do today? Um, you know, it, it kind of, it's funny that I missed it starting out because it was something I espoused so regularly when I was in military leadership. Uh, wow. And I would tell my subordinate leaders all the time, like the only way to do this right is to be the type of leader you'd want to follow. Mm -hmm. And so when I came into this space, I, for whatever reason, like brain dump that or didn't think it was applicable anymore. But the reality is like, when it comes to content creation, when it comes to blogging, when it comes to any of that stuff, like, are you producing something? And this, this is only achievable if you really know who the hell you are, right? Are you producing something you want to consume? Yeah. Are you someone you'd want to work with? Yeah. And I think a lot of times because of the persona thing, we're trying to reach someone who we want to work with, yep. man, the best vetting process on the planet for bad fit. Anything is, do I want to work with you? Like you wow. come to the genuine me, and I'll let you know if it's a good fit. Yep. And for whatever reason, I missed it. But then as soon as I started walking out, I was like, oh, so I don't want to consume these first three really crappy episodes of the show. I hate them. So what do I want to listen to? And yeah. I started making that and it, everything changed. Everything and I, I'm going to tap into that for just a second. I think there's a ton of wisdom in that. In that one, isn't it wild that we tend to dismiss 
wisdom because it's familiar. Right. Oh, big time. Right. Like that was familiar wisdom. That is wisdom that you shared how many times with young right. leaders in the military, but you dismissed it for yourself because it was familiar. Right. So that's one thing. But then also what I love about that story is I know when you, when you go back to those first three episodes of your podcast and you cringe, I do what a lot of people do, like to the extent, like it, I think it's 90% of new podcasts never make it to 10 episodes, right? Because they, they do that. They listen to their first episodes and go, Ugh, right. And what most people do is quit. You didn't quit. You pivoted, right? Like yeah, you said, okay. all right, now I'm going to assess and go, what's crap and what's not <laughs> right. And, and, and that's we the go, thing. okay, I'm going to keep going. Right. And I think that's really big is pivot and progress. Don't yes. give up. Yes, big time, man. I mean, and I, we weren't, uh, let's be real. We're not even talking about audio quality or editing. No, no, no. I'm talking about how I was delivering because the messages were still good. Yes. But the delivery was garbage. Well, if you go listen, it, what I would say, it wasn't even garbage. I've left them just to show growth. That's the only reason they're still <laughs> I love published. it. But I, here's the thing is what I, I would argue with you to say it wasn't garbage but it wasn't authentic. It was not me. Right now, sure. when you hear it, now one, you upgraded by also bringing your bride on, which definitely took, yeah. like, come on, that's just not fair to the rest of us. Definition of next level, right? Jerk, right? Absolutely. <laughs> but it's that old thing of what, what I hear in those three is like, yeah, that's good content, but I don't know that he's fired up about the content. Right. I don't know that that's what he lives and breathes. Whereas now you're taking Willy Wonka and you're, I'm like, it's making me like raise my fist in the freaking air going, <laughs> how do you take a subject like that and go, that's a movement now. Like it's, it's freaking awesome. Right. Because you believe it because it's oh, true to who you are. And trust me that the episode you referenced our last episode, I, I believed every word that came every out of my face on that one. <laughs> freaking word. Like you had to like, there was, there was almost like energy coming out of the microphone, like, holy <laughs> crap fired up. Right. So I think that's really big. And I think that that's, that's also really important. And I think for anyone, you know, it's uh, especially as you're growing in your brand, I think the thing you just talked about, it is so easy to dismiss key elements of our, like who we are, our identity, because they're familiar, right? right? Oh, yeah, so those time, things that come naturally to you, it's easy to downgrade those as not being important. It's easy to dismiss those. Like one of the things for me, what I, I know for my, you know, for my identity truly is I am an encourager of encouragers, right? Like I, I would I know say that's that. a thousand percent accurate. Right. Yes. And I, I haven't always known that, but that's something that, that I got dropped on me in prayer game changer, right? I'm an encourager of encouragers. Now, when I first heard that, I'll be honest, I was kind of like, eh, that sounds kind of <laughs> rainbows and butterflies and little, you know, right. little ponies. Like, is that tactical? Is that, is that, you know, like, is that going to make the world better? Like, does the world, you know, it, it, it was easy to dismiss dismiss it because yeah. it's familiar, right? Like it's that thing that comes naturally to me. That's who I am. And then I was like, wait, I'm going to lean into that and go, you know what? Actually the world does need more encouragement and the world definitely needs more encouragers. And one of the ways that I can help those people is by getting them tactics and strategies and straight up encouragement, right? Yeah. And when I step into that, when I lean into that identity and not try to be a Gary Vee or a Tony Robbins or whatever, pick your other person, right? It's like, oh, I can do this all day long. 
Like I got exactly. energy to do that no matter how, t- how tired I am at the end of the day. Right. So it's that old thing of going, that's the beauty of stepping into an authentic identity and building an authentic brand is you can do it all day long. Well, and that, you know, I think to your point, it so often, you know, people set out to do a thing and they're creating whatever piece of content or whatever engagement they're trying to generate and they don't love it. Yep. And like, man, I, that's miserable. That sucks to get up and try and do something every day that you just hate. Yeah. And I, I didn't start this to do something I hate every day. Right. Exactly. Like you didn't build a business to then dread, you know, what you do. Now I will say a caveat to that is one of the things I've had to do is I've also, because, and I know you'll, I don't know. I I think you'll agree with me on this. I'm not going to assume that you will, but I think you will. Um, I've had to allow myself to have pockets of crap as far as content. You know what I mean? Like there are times it's so funny. Like there have been, there've been episodes. Now there are some episodes, like I've done recordings or done interviews with people. And I guarantee you those go in a bolt and they will never see the light of day because the person is a douchebag or they were just trying to sell stuff or whatever. Like that there's that category. And that's not, not what I'm talking about, but there are, there have been episodes, you know, we talk about our podcast, right? There have been episodes and it's, it's hilarious. I'll get done. And maybe it's a deep dive and I'll get done and go, yeah, I'd give that a B, maybe a B minus, but I'm still going to put it out because I think, I think it could help someone. And my sure. prayer literally is always like, you know, Lord, help the person to find it when they need it and, and whatever. And it's hilarious to me because usually the ones that I might give myself a B minus, right. Are usually the ones where somebody's like, Oh my gosh, yes. that's what I needed today. Exactly. It was so amazing. And they're like, I, I really try not to act too surprised. Like, really? Like that one? You know, that kind I of do. thing. But you have <laughs> to let yourself, like as a recovering perfectionist, like I know there's times where I have to allow myself to kind of learn as we go, right? Progress, not perfection. To say there's going to be pockets where maybe it's a B, not an A. And then sometimes right. that also makes those, the content that you put out that's soundly like, yes, freaking right. It makes it that much sweeter. Right. Like to your point, man, like you, you'll never know unless you ride that ride. Heck yeah. Because sometimes being authentic to yourself is forcing the function on something you're too tired or depleted to do. Yep. I mean, case in point with my show, there was a night where we, we just kept pushing it because life and football and all the things got in the way. Right. And so it was like H hour. We got to record this stinking show. If we're going to drop it on time. Yeah. I was tired and depleted and my filter was pretty much gone for the day. (laughs) Oh, I got to find out the number of this show. (laughs) And it came out in the episode and it's, it was the last little bit of lingering marketability that I had been clinging on to because the next morning the inbox blew up and people were like, there you are. Like dudes who I served with, like, finally, we've been waiting on you to show up. Wow. And I was like, okay, that's the move. Like that was the last little bit and never went back. Isn't that amazing? Like you, that, that the fatigue caused you to drop that final filter. So Travis, like you, like you gave yourself permission to just say F it. I'm I doing wasn't it. conscious enough to give myself permission. I just rolled. I just right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. But that's it. That's sometimes like, that's what you got to do is you got to keep moving forward so that like, it doesn't happen overnight, right? Like this is a process. That's, that's a little bit of also why, why we're doing this event is that we're going to help people put together a year's worth of content. And a part of that too, is to say, Listen, you're going to learn as you go as well, yes, right? But yes. you've at least got to have, like, the better the map, 
the easier the journey is going to be, right? So to be able to say, all right, we're going to learn stuff. You're going to learn stuff as you walk this thing out. But if you know where you're going, there's a much greater chance you're going to actually get there, right? Like, what, which is huge. The intentionality piece is what's so important there. You yep. know, and you and I can talk all day about podcasting because like, if I know I'm not going to, if we're going on vacation, yeah, I, I pre-record. Right. Or, and I've heard you do it when you, you've taken time off, you articulate that to your audience. You yep. can't just not show up anymore right. in space because you'll lose them. Yeah. And so with the marketing strategies that we're going to be sharing, it's, it's that level of intentionality, like write it down. It's an ink on paper now, like this is real yep. in the world and we're going to hold you accountable. And that's the other thing when it comes to the application and no douchebags in the room is we're counting on you guys to yep. hold each other accountable and check in and be like, Hey, you said you were writing this book. Like where's first draft? What's happening? You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. Yep. Right. Let's get this done. Cause 2022 is your 2022 is your year, right? Exactly. So, I love it. All right. We got to wrap this thing up. What's one last tip or story you want to share? I know I've got one last one too. One last tip or story. Um, man, the last two years has been just a trip. Right. Um, and I think if I, if I were to sum it up, like, cause we're very honest people, you and I are very candid. So sometimes and, and, to our detriment, but yes, you've, you've hit on a little bit already. Like we are not recommend, we're not suggesting that you're going to come to this event and implement the things that we're going to talk about and that it's not going to be hard, that right. there's not going to be a Tuesday that just kicks your ass. Right. But what we're suggesting is that like, and I can speak to the last two years of my life, there's been a lot of hard days. There's been a lot of yep. like learning and quantitative analysis and reset and try again and it's just a process, like you just said, but if I get to get, like, there was one day you and I were having a conversation and we, it was just, you know, we were just checking in and you're like, how's your day going? And it had been a, a dodgy Tuesday. Like one of those been, days. Yeah. Right. But it was the middle of July and I'm wearing like a gray t-shirt, I think khaki board shorts or something and Birkenstocks. And this was work. And I was like, all things considered pretty great. How it's bad could it day. really be? <laughs> so if I'm being me every day, yep. it's still a good day. That's exactly right. On your own terms, man. Exactly. It's so, so true. I love it. That is so, uh, to me, that's part of what success looks like, right? Is being able to do more of what you want to see in the world, right? And make money as you do it, right? Like yep. how, it doesn't get much better than that and and have some fun as you do it and do it in community, I love it. So, uh, uh, and by the What's way, yours? Speak, uh, well, I got to tell you, I, I realized as I was thinking about us talking, a story came to mind and it falls more into the personal brand and identity aspect outside of building your business, outside of, uh, you know, uh, even a job, uh, a career. But uh, you and I both married up. You've met Melissa, Big you time. know, yep. right? Like, uh, all that. And, and our wives always steal the show. They've always got better <laughs> stories than we do all that stuff. But my wife, uh, to me, she gave the most thundering example. I think of what we're talking about this week, um, in, in an identity, what I would call personal brand thing in the best way. Okay. So here's the scenario. Uh, they are putting in, they are installing fiber in our streets. All right. Uh, where I live in West Des Moines, uh, it's kind of an ugly process to be perfectly right. honest, because they're running this cable and it's loud and they're like ripping up ground tearing and, everything up, and tearing yeah. everything up. And there's like piles of mud and there's tracks and all this kind of stuff. And it's getting closer and closer, inching closer and closer to our block, right? We know it's <laughs> almost our time. 
And my wife uh, has been watching this. And my wife is a gardener. Uh, she takes great pride in our yard, those kinds of things. Um, and I, I think in some way, like I could feel the control part of me going, I'm going to be out there watching these guys like a hawk. <laughs> right. You know, like I'm thinking to myself, like I'm going to be pacing back and forth and all this kind of stuff, right? And I get home, they're the, it's the day before they're going to be on our block. We can tell they're coming our, our way, right? And I get home and there's a big thing of cookies and uh, store-bought, right? My wife right. doesn't have time to make them, but like store-bought. And I'm like, what's the deal with the cookies? Because I want some. They're monster cookies. I want some. She goes, no, no, yeah. no, no, they're not for you. They're for the crew. Ah. And I'm like, what? And she goes, well, you and I both know we want them to take care of our yard. Best way to do that is show them some love. So tomorrow, one of our friends who speaks fluent Spanish, Mel had found out that most of this crew spoke Spanish, right? Uh, she's like, uh, our friend's coming over and we're going to go out and take cookies to these guys and just tell them we appreciate what they're doing. Nice. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's way better than my pacing back and forth like right. a jerk. You know, hey, buddy, all this hey, stuff, buddy right? you got to dig there. Exactly right. And I'll tell you what, she did it. Like her friend came over, our friend came over, who speaks fluent Spanish, found out where these guys are from, found out, you know, all these different things, right? Like and some of them, like, I don't want, you know, they, they said, we don't want a cookie because our yeah, hands are dirty. Yeah. It's like, I was like, no, 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 I'm going to leave you the cookies. You just eat them whenever you want to. And they were just like, I mean, these guys couldn't believe it because I can only imagine that the looks that these guys have gotten, the hate that these guys have got, you know, as they're doing their thing. Oh, right? sure. And I'm thinking that is probably one of the best examples of what we're talking about, right? That Mel saw what, in, in many ways, what the world needs more of, right? As to be oh, able to yeah, say, she loved on these people. Uh, you know, she took care of these people. She brought grace to these people, all that stuff. And I got to tell you, man, my neighbors will be kind of ticked if they hear this episode, because I'll tell you what, our yard had some holes in it, but they took care of our yard in a way, like you can tell <laughs> it's like next level care. Yeah. Like they're going back and they're cleaning everything up, all that stuff. Right. So did Mel do it just so they would take care of our yard? Well, no, she did it. Cause like these guys, she knows these guys are getting beat up and hating yeah. it on a little bit, all that stuff. But the fruit of that action, one of the fruits of that action is our yard got taken care of, right? Like that's not the worst thing in the world. No. So I always say, man, that I think when we really know personal brand, when we really know our identity, part of that is to say, what do we want to see more of in the world? Like Mel's story this week is probably one of the best examples. And she's not put it, she did not put that on Instagram. Like sure. not everything we talk about has to go on social. It's about what do you want to see more of in the world? And what are the, you know, countless different ways that we can do that. So that was the story. Like, Dude, I'm like, good. man, my wife one-ups me again, like best stories on the planet. Right. But I'm like, that's, that's but, man, what we're talking about. That captures so much of what we're talking about, because if she didn't know that she knew who she was, right. It wouldn't put her in a position like you and I've talked about this point so much when you show up to give. Yep. Oftentimes you'll get way more in return. hundred percent only works if you're authentically you. Yep. Yep. And it's wild because these guys did not even speak the same language as my wife. Everybody but within speaks cookie. minutes, everybody, especially monster cookies, like yeah. massive with the yeah. M&Ms in them, right? It's one of those where it's why I watched it play out, right? And our friend, of course, is translating. 
but it's one of those things where I was like, this thing was universal. Like yep. her, her appreciation, her honoring these guys who all are from different countries, right? And right. have been working their butts off in the cold. In a right? thankless job. In a thankless job where most people are probably just shooting them hate Jerks. looks, right? Like, yep. absolutely. And I get it, right? Like, you're like, you want your yard to be taken care of. But I'm like, man, that's the kind of thing I want to see more of in the world. It's like, and you're exactly right. Mel knows what she wants to see more of in the world. She knows what she feels called to see more of in the world. Some of that you'll see on her social, but all of that she's living. That's, I think that's a big part of personal brand and identity. Absolutely, dude. So big time. So, I love it. Brother, this is going to be, this was fun. And man, yeah. I can't even imagine a whole weekend of getting to do this stuff. So you guys can go check out MitchMatthews.com backslash perceptions. Um, and, uh, Hey, if this has resonated with you, you know, it's time to get more of your brand, your identity out into the world, do more of what you were put on the planet to do. Join us. And barbecue. And barbecue Kansas city. I am planning on coming back five pounds fatter. I'll I mean, you you've what, had a preview. So you're, I know, you know I know it's one of those where I'm like, I, I've got my order in already. <laughs> right, so right. I love it. All right, Travis, my man, this is awesome. Excellent brother. Thank you. All right, folks, there you have it. That was the show. I know what you're thinking. Man, Travis, you didn't curse a lot on that episode. You're right. I didn't. Uh, so that proves to you that I can I can do it. I cannot say the naughty words. Uh, however, it's my show. And typically when it's when it's just me or, you know, Jess, uh, I let it flow. Anyway, um, I hope you guys took something away from that, right? I hope I hope some light bulbs went off for you. I hope maybe you you were able to go, oh crap, like I'm doing some of that. Or maybe you you've seen in the past where you've done some of that and you can identify how things are better on the backside of it, right? When you're walking out a more genuine version of yourself. Um, only thing I want to hit here at the end that I didn't, I didn't say up front, man, and we talked about it a little bit in the episode, but if you're interested in the event, guys, please go to mitchmatthews.com slash perceptions. That's the name of the event. Uh, we're going to hold it right here in my hometown of Kansas city. And it's going to be a blast. And, you know, just go to the website. I won't belabor the point. I won't get too deep in the weeds here about it, but go to the website. That's mitchmatthews.com slash perceptions. And it's going to give you the rundown about what it is. So if it's something you're interested in, man, please hit us up because it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but you know, really what we wanted you guys to get out of this is give yourself permission to be you, right? You're the only one of you on the planet. No one is going to be better at pulling that off than you yourself. And I'm here to tell you, man, you guys heard my story. You heard some of Mitch's stories like it's just funky. It just feels gross when you're not being you. And it is a much more fulfilling, much more enjoyable life when you get to wake up and be your genuine self, whatever capacity that is, right? So encourage you guys to do that. Take some bold steps forward and I will talk to you next time.